Holy, 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 holy Father, great and awesome are you. There is no one like you. Lord, we can't comprehend your deep love and great mercy. It's beyond our comprehension. Oh, Heavenly Father, worthy of all praise, that is able to change lives. It is your work. Open the mind of our understanding that we understand how you draw men to yourself. It is not knowledge, no wisdom, but it is the act of your spirit. Bless our time together, Lord, especially when we look at the nation of Islam and how they are sincerely wrong. We as your body acknowledge that we are deficient and we couldn't help. We refuse to obey you. Help us, Lord, to be proactive. And may you renew the passion and the zeal for bringing out your children from this nation of darkened wall into the kingdom of your dear son. Lead us, O God. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, wow. Uh, the place is uh, packed full, and that uh, confirms the interesting desire of the body of Christ. And wherever I have the privilege of speaking about engaging the world of Islam, I see a lot of Christian those that really are connected with the Lord, very eager to find out more on that. Now let me just clear your mind so that you can maximize our time here. I am not going to talk to us about history of Islam. And I am not going to talk to us about doctrines of Islam. There are a lot of scholarly information that can enrich your knowledge when it comes to Islam. There are a lot of writings beyond what you can read. And as a matter of fact, when it comes to Islam, the reason that exploring writings about the Islamic religion is worthless is because there is no end to it. 
the concept of the hadith is an amazing thing in Islam. You are allowed to say whatever you are going to say regarding Islam if it will advance the course of Islam. So if you want to read the whole material to understand what Islam is all about, the Muslims will head to hell without you even understanding the writings about Islam. It's not a reliable document. Neither is it a factual, historical and archaeological uh, evidence that you can rely upon. And that is not what we are talking about. The concept of engaging the world of Islam, it is this concept that God revealed to his body of fruitful practice that get people saved from the Islamic world. And I'm going to highlight some of the issues that were a barrier in the traditional way that people are not understanding the gospel as we communicate to them. As a matter of fact, one of the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is this urging and the desire to share your faith. It is neither to prophesy nor to speak in tongues, nor to do works of miracles. I believe that one <coughs> of the most important evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that urging and the desire to let others see the light and come into the kingdom as well. That is the urging to witness. The problem we have as the body of Christ is the fact that we have seen Islam as a big giant like in the days of all when the children of Israelites were tormented by Goliath. Islam, I am, I love the Muslims, so I am going to use some hard word, but in love. You need in your mind to demystify Islam. Actually, Islam is big for nothing. There is no content in it. Islam, the image it portrays, is a mirage. The more you come closer to it to explore, you find out that it's not there. 
But I think from the mind of us as Christians, we have thought that it is a gigantic force that it will need something else. And I tell you, there is nothing that destroys the power of Islam as effective as the word of God. And you have the word of God in your hands. But for it to be powerful, the word of God must be in your hearts. And I found out that Christians want to share their faith. But something is not connecting. They are not able to deliver God's plan of salvation as they are instructed in the scriptures because for some reason the way they communicate the truth of the gospel is completely abstract to the Muslim mind. And I will show you uh, today where we as believers have missed it. Uh, so, uh, I am not coming here to give you additional information on what Islam is. I hope you know that Islam is a religion which is uh, a system of belief and practice. My interest is not to explore Islam. My interest is on the believers in Islam. They are called Muslims. Did we see the difference? Now, the concept of what I am going to tell you now, it is not an exploration of the unit, cognitive information of the belief system of Islam, but I am going to show you a secret that God revealed, and we found out working where we see thousands of even Islamic scholars coming to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, we are uh, going to look at how to engage the Muslim that he can clearly understand God's plan of salvation for his or her life. And as a matter of fact, expose you to some of the tips that you don't need to green your face, be tense, or be confrontational in trying to deliver this good news. You have something precious. Now, who among you, for goodness sake, will be ashamed of removing cash, US dollars, hundred dollar bill, alright, and giving it to a Muslim? Would you be ashamed of doing that? For goodness sake, God's word and salvation is more than that. So what is the problem? The problem is, we do not even know how precious what we have is. It's more than money. The problem is, we do not really... And sometimes, even believers that seek to communicate God's plan of salvation... They themselves are wondering whether they are saved or not. 
whether if I died now, I will go to heaven or not. They are not sure of their salvation. It's a very pathetic uh, condition. Again, this is not from the academic perspective. I had been working among the Muslims for over 30 years now. And uh, God revealed to us a process that, you see, there is nothing that changes life as God's word through the Spirit of God. But in communicating God's word, there is a flow of information that you need to understand how it works all together. Therefore, the problem that we have that we are not or we don't see fruit in our evangelistic uh, uh, initiative and presentation, this is one of the major things. If we go to present the gospel, all that we are interested in is to let the person uh, make confession and receive Christ as his personal Lord and Savior, isn't it? That is our drive. So we want them to pray the sinner's prayer. Well, and that is exactly the problem. You are not communicating if that is what you are desiring as you witness to the Muslim. You see, the Muslim mind do not understand you are bringing a solution to a problem. The problem is sin. You assume he knows what sin is. So you assume he knows uh, that he has a problem. So you leave that basic portion and you begin to deliver a solution. Now if you begin to give me a solution of a problem that I do not even know I have, how do I even respond? And that is where we believers really miss when we are communicating the gospel to the Muslims. I believe there is nobody here on earth that clearly understands and knows the way to heaven that he can reject it. So I will come into the dynamics of how how do you make the person understand? But the basic fact that you should realize is that our initiative oftentimes come and try to deliver the solution to a person who do not know he has that problem. So it will not be enthusiastic to him. It will be meaningless to him. Whatever you tell him does not make sense. Mind you, from the age of three, he is being told 
by the people he trusted most and those that he knew they cared for him, his parents, his relations, his custodians, that as you grow, you will meet some people, they are called Christians. They will tell you God has a son. Don't believe them. They are liars. They deceive Muslims. If your parents, assuming if your parents told you that day and night for 15 to 20 years before you leave them. Alright? You do not have any opportunity or exposure uh, to the Christians. And then someone come, for God so loved you. Aha, look at him. They told me before. Okay, I listened to you. Have you finished? Bye bye. Please don't, don't, okay. Do your, uh, that, that, that's all. Did, did you understand that? So, then we Christians, we wonder, why did you want them? Why are they not interested in listening to the gospel? Why are they mean? Well, from those they trusted, you are a foreigner. You are not part of his community. So, those he trusted won him against you. Alright? So, we need to understand that. So when we communicate, we need to know that. They will not listen. Now, look at the mind of the Muslim, a believer in Islam. First of all, he does not know what sin is. He believes he is good. He is only a sinner if he did something wrong. Did you understand that? Now, second, he does not even know who God is, the creator. Ask him who is God. I interacted with thousands of Islamic scholars. You know, one of the things in Islam that might interest you, I will come back to that, but you need to understand that, this. In Islam... The community and unit of belief makes you a Muslim. Are you understand what I'm saying? You are a Muslim because of the block unit of belief of the community you are existing within. Now, this co- you need to understand that it's different from Christianity. In Christianity, I am a Christian, you are a Christian. You are a Christian. As we come together, we make up the church. So if there is no individual Christians coming together, there is no what? There is no church. It's not so in Islam. In Islam, (coughs) you are a Muslim because of a unit of community of Islamic belief which is called Islam as a religion. If you are associated with that community of belief, the unit of community of belief, then you are a Muslim. You are not a Muslim by your independent volition of the will. You are a community of belief. Now, did you see the difference? Now, the, 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 the Muslim mind 
do not understand that he is a sinner. Because he feels he is only a sinner if he does something wrong. And that is important. As a matter of fact, the Muslim mind do not understand who a person is. Now, for you to be able to deliver God's plan of salvation, you must work on these three things. God, sin, man. You have to establish the problem. Now, the problem between God and man was as a result of sin. Now, the Muslim mind does not understand the inherent sin. Uh, let me uh, uh, give you the whole picture. Because of time, let me define God is spirit. God created man in his image. One of our image in God is the volition. God has the power to choose. God created man to have the power to choose. Are we understanding that? So the power of the volition, the power of the will is one of our image in God. I will take two. Second, God is spirit. You can get this in John chapter 4 verse 24 where Jesus was talking with the Samaritan woman. She was arguing about worship. Then Christ said, hey, shut up. You do not know what you worship. We wo- know what you worship. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. Uh, if you ask many people, they will begin to tell you what God does. But they do not know the essence of God or the personality or the being of who God is. They will tell you he created, he is just. He is loving, but who is He? They will not tell you who God is. Are you following? Now, God is spirit. What is the image of spirit in man? Is the soul. The soul is you. Daniel lives inside this body. This body is not Daniel. Daniel is inside this body. I am a soul. Are we following? Now, the spirit is not a created being and lives forever. Let me repeat that. Very vital. The spirit, God is spirit. The spirit is not a created being. 
and he lives forever. Soul, the soul of human, as a matter of fact, is a created being, but lives forever. And the essence of presenting the gospel is actually the determining factor of you as a soul where you will be, whether in hell or in heaven. And this is what happened. Adam and Eve chose one of the image they had been created with, the power of choice to depart from God. And that separation, and actually if you go into uh, the definition of what death is, death, you know the word death? Death actually is a separation. Through the image they had in God, they chose through their violation to be separated with God. And that is sin. And because God is just, He must punish sin. If God did not punish sin, He ceases to be God. Are we following? I'm explaining to you the whole essence of the gospel and I will come back to tell you what connects with the Muslim mind. That's why I'm dwelling on this. Now, the problem we had was that man was cursed the judgment was pronounced by God. Then 130 years later, in Genesis chapter 5, if you look at verse 3, it says, Man now began to create in his own image. Now, it is not more the image of God. It is the image of the sinful man. This is important for the Muslim mind to know. Because in the Muslim mind, they are thinking a prophet can save. But every prophet is a seed of man. And a seed of man is... Convi uh, uh, David explained it clearly that in sin did my mother conceive me. So that is the inherent nature. When man began to produce, he began to produce according to his image, not according to God's image. So every prophet is a seed of Adam. He has that sinful nature. So as a matter of fact, nobody could save. Not even a prophet could save. And all through history... And the prophets, they are all seed of Adam, seed of man. But God continued to be God in His love and deep mercy. 
God did the act of salvation. And when you communicate to the Muslim, you need to know, to let him know that it is only God that saved. And this is the explanation I'm giving you in a nutshell, and I will give some time for questions, but let me uh, conclude. You have to establish the problem of sin as that separation, the inherent sin, and tell him that no prophet could save. Now, from that portion, if you come, God used the prophet. The whole of the Bible, the scriptures, explain the thread of the revelation of God in human body. In John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You know, there was nothing that was created that he, the Word, did not create. If you come to verse 14 of John, it tells you, the Word became flesh. So now, it is never, never a prophet that gives salvation. It is God himself who became man in Christ. In, in Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, Christ is the image of the invisible God. If you go to verse 19, it says, For all the fullness of God dwells in Christ Jesus. If you go to chapter 2 of Colossians verse 9, you will see everything about God is manifested in bodily form. So actually Christ is God. There is only one mediator between God and man. The man Christ Jesus, he is God. He is never seed of Adam. And that is it. So at that fruit of the cross, he came and died on the cross. Now, at that fruit of cross now, there are several elements that you can use. I'm just giving you an overview. Okay? It's a lot of hours before you get all the references, the bridges that you can transit. But I'm giving you the bigger picture. And at that foot of the cross, you want to bring the Muslim mind. So, successful delivery of God's plan of salvation to the Muslim mind is bringing him at the point that he realizes he has a problem. He realized that it is God, not prophets, that provide the solution. And the solution is at the foot of the cross. Now, you are back to the time God created Adam. He, used, he has to use one of his image in God to determine the power of choice. It is now his responsibility to choose to agree and accept and confess and repent and get saved. Or he rejects. And the judgment of God is executed right then on him. He heads to hellfire. So this is the bigger uh, overview of the whole gospel. Now, the way you deliver this message is different. Islam have about 72 sects that have a lot of different doctrinal beliefs. You need... To be close to them, to understand what they believe. But a caution is, don't ever present God's plan of salvation from the Quran. 
because you are giving giving credibility to what he he he, uh, uh, he believes. As a matter of fact, there is no salvation in the Quran. Islam is not one way, another way to God. It is not. The only revealed word of God is the Bible. And if you want, you can, like in, in our training materials, we have some bridges that we have that help, that help transit. Like Paul, when he came to Athens, he saw an inscription uh, to the unknown God. And Paul wrote on that, he said, this unknown God that you are trying to proclaim, it is him that we know, we know who he is. This is who he is, this is who he is. Now, there are bridges from their background belief that you could be exposed to, that you can ride through that. But often, the gap is that they have no understanding of the problem, and we go ahead and start to present the solution. And that's where I think we miss communicating the essence of the gospel uh, to them. Uh, it's a lot of uh, packages, you know, and amazingly, uh, I can tell you stories upon stories upon stories. One of the things that we found effective is memorizing scriptures and quoting scriptures to the Muslim believer, uh, to the Islamic believer, the Muslims, quoting scriptures without quoting the references. Don't tell him the Bible says so, 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 and so, so, so. He didn't in the first place believe your Bible. Alright? But because the Bible says the word of God is powerful, an effective, sharper than any two-edged sword. Again, the Bible promises us that my word will not go out and return to me void without accomplishing the purpose to which it has been sent. Anytime, anytime you spoke the word of God to a Muslim mind, you have won. Anytime. It's amazing. You may not know, and you don't need to know how the Holy Spirit will use those words in the hearts of the Muslim. But as you engage them, just in your conversation, get a topic that you will speak God's word without him knowing that you are speaking God's word. That will never go out from his mind. And you are sowing seed. You are sowing seed. We had, we had started that with one... Uh, Actually, he is a judge. And uh, we never, because he is learned, we never engage. We don't engage in debate. We just tell him, uh, we provide answers to know, like they, we know that they do not know who God is. So in our conversation, you know, we will say, you know, you know, everyone knows that God is not a created being. And He is a spirit being. He has no beginning. He has no end. He revealed Himself in many forms so that humanity can understand Him. 
And he has the power to reveal himself in any way. No, you take the scriptures and begin to discuss. You can take from the evils of the society, from nature, from creation, and interweave it. You need to know the word of God in your heart. That is the weapon to use. Now, if you start that, this person came with the words that we are uh, giving him. He began to do intensive study on the deity of Christ. There is no scholar who will sincerely study the deity of Christ that will not receive Christ. If you do a sincere, a sincere study of who Christ is, the deity of Christ, we found out that that, and he is a judge, he is a scholar, he began to explore. He did all the writings in, in Islam, on the Quran, in the Hadith about Christ. Everything pointed him out to the Bible. So he got the Bible, began to see the teachings of Jesus, and he called us and he prayed to receive Christ. And I tell you, Right now, over the last two to three years, he is growing in his faith. He lost his job. They took his wife and married her to another person, uh, take his, took his children away. As a matter of fact, last month he was beaten and left for dead. He was vomiting blood. His relations took him up because their blood relation, his mother was very sympathetic to him. But you know, at one point, People came to kill him. And uh, I was involved in the conversation. Our time is getting up now. But the truth here is that I got to speak to them and God saved him. And 23 from those that came to kill him, they came in the night. Every one of them received the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. As a matter of fact, right now, he has over 200 of Muslims within his community and area of influence that have made profession to the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. The issue is being able to understand, to communicate the problem. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is not uh, your wisdom of eloquence. You don't need to know how to communicate. Memorize God's word. Understand. Get to know the bridges that you can ascend. But don't provide the solution without explaining the problem to the Muslim mind. I would, there are so much, but let me stop here and entertain one or two questions if there is. Again, um, I like... Um, um, uh, Steve sent, he said, well, you can ask whatever questions you want, and I can give you whatever answer I want. You know, <laughs> so if I, if I don't know the answer, I will tell you I don't know. But understand, we are doing this, this is just a brief from uh, 75 hours of training. So there is just no way that you could get it all. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, there are several issues like 
one of the bridges, again, uh, your approach, this might go technical. Uh, I do not want it to let you know that it's a difficult thing. Actually, it's not difficult. But if I begin to give you examples now, I deal with uh, uh, scholars, those that know the Quran. But, you know, the word of God, the reason I deal with that, in, in fact, it's much easier for you, by the way, to preach to somebody who knows the Quran very well, than to somebody who do not know the Quran. Anybody who has knowledge and interpretation of the Quran at a scholarly level know that the Quran has a big problem and that destroys his faith. But for the ignorant Muslim, he is very sincere and passionate. Unfortunately, he is sincerely wrong. And it's just, he just, whatever you tell him, he will not listen to you until you come through God's word and he understands to break the heart of the average Muslim, you need for him to understand uh, the problem. If you didn't give him the problem, he will think it's a competing between uh, two religions. You want me to leave my religion and join your own. And that's not what you are about. You are about life change. But uh, again, like the Sufis, the Shiites, the Sunnis, the Ahmadiyyas, the Tijaniyas, everybody has a kind of concept of belief and different. There are about uh, 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 six major school and doctrinal belief in Islam, and it, it branched out again more from that. So, uh, what we found out to be helpful are statements that is familiar to him but are concretized in the word of God. For example, every Muslim knows that Isa is Kalimatullah. He is the word of God. Now, they have their interpretation of the word of God. It's not like in the scriptures. Alright? So, uh, they feel the word of God is like you speak and it happens. But Christ is not that. Actually, Christ created everything. But you see, talking about the word, like I'm speaking to you, whose word are you hearing? It's my word. It's my word, me. Yes, you cannot, uh, if I do something like I abuse your senate or your president now, and the security forces come to arrest me, would I just say, no, I'm not the one, it is my word? Alright, they will arrest me because my word is me. So, uh, that is a platform. And then, you know, God is spirit, right? And spirit is not a created being. Now, the Quran admitted that Christ is Ruhullah. Christ is the spirit of God. So, that is another bridge. You want to pick the statements that are only true and confirmed in the Bible. You don't want to pick statements that are baseless. There are a lot that are baseless. So there are several bridges like that in the training we have, whereby you could come. But remember, these people are in bondage. The first and foremost, let me tell you the secret. If you cannot pray, don't witness to the Muslim. Because they are in chains, they are in bondage. 
So you need to pray for them. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, in the first place, we always respect, we tell them, we are here to show you the truth. You might even be more intelligent than we are, but we are here to show you the truth as God intended it. Uh, so what we do is also good to understand. In the Muslim mind, when you talk about Christ the flesh, Christ the Son of God, they are always thinking that we Christians think that God had sex with Mary and they gave birth to Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, and verbatim in the Quran, the claim that the Quran did about Christians worshipping three gods is not what you think as Trinity. When they tell you the three gods, it is not your perception of Trinity that they are talking to you. So several times, they use the same word, but different meaning. The Trinity in the Quran is that it alleges, the Quran alleges that Christians are saying that God is God, Jesus is God, and Mary is God. And that is not what Christian belief is all about. Uh, so, when you come, that is why the issue of, uh, again, uh, Philippians, uh, Philippians t- told you clearly, there is a breach, I cannot tell you uh, presently off head, you know, in Philippians 2, where it says, Jesus Christ, even though being God, he took a form of a servant, there is a breach in the Quran that says, Christ was not ashamed with all his glory to be a servant. So there are several uh, places that you can march and bridge. Because, uh, like, um, uh, this place is just a sack. Everybody knows, including the prophets that were born, if there was no sex between a man and a woman, there wouldn't be any child. Alright? Now, in uh, Surah Al-Maryam, you know, it says clearly from verse 45, if you read through, it clearly says, when the angels came with a message to Mary, and it's, it's amazing, uh, the angel came with a message, and what is that message? That message is of a son. Alright, and that's how we lead them, not in argumentative manner. In a lo- they, they, they want logic all, always. So this is a logical way that you can make him admit that even uh, we come. The angels came with a message from God, from Allah, to Mary. Now, the message is of a word from him. And the name of that word is Christ. And that word is the Spirit of God. It's all compacted in that. This is the testimony of the Quran. I use it because I can expound it in the scriptures. Then you tell him, now assuming Mary rejected that message, whose son is it? Is it the angel's son? Of course not. The angel does, is, a, is a messenger. So it's whose son? 
It's God. So that will disabuse his mind from thinking that Christians are thinking God had sex with Mary. That is not what uh, Christians are believing. So you might have opposition, but you deal in love. And I think before you begin to portray, don't condemn them. Allow them. If they abuse you, it's okay. They never abuse you as they abuse Christ, I believe. So enjoy it. Those are some of the, I think, benefits of uh, being Christ's ambassador. And uh, so I will take one more then. Oh, praise God, there is no any. <laughs> All right, yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's why they don't have understanding that they are sinners. The inherent sin is absent from their mind. And when you go preaching to them, you said, uh, repent from your sin. Then you will say, oh, who did I kill? Did I commit fornication? Or did I steal some... You know, that is what will become his mind. It's abstract. You know, you didn't go to his heart. So, it's always good. Not even to invite him. In fact, the first, your first meeting, forget about telling him how to receive uh, Christ. Just dwell on explaining and exposing him to the problem. You see, the work of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world of sin. So, the first stage in Muslim evangelism, get him convicted through the word of God of sin. If he is not convicted of sin, then why do you provide a solution when there is no need? Father, you know I cannot communicate eloquently to your people, and there are just so much. But when it comes to changing lives, it is the work of your spirit. Father... With the little exposure, I ask and pray that you give them the enablement to search, to inquire, and to find ways, trusting you, to give them initiatives and opportunities that they can deliver your plan of salvation to our sincere brothers and sisters, the Muslims, who are desperately serving you blindly. Oh, Heavenly Father, may you arise from your body, army that will carry this good news to them, that you translate them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear Son. In Christ's name I pray.